Episode 25 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort and coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. Easy, right? I'm your host, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and you can find me on Twitter at Dream Sweets Love. That's Dream Sweets as in candy and love. Also, here is my handsome co-host, Chris. Chris, tell us about yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm Chris, as already mentioned. <laughs> I'm the <laughs> chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm always the one eating the seasonal offerings at the parks. You can find me on Twitter at Burnin Lover. So we got lots of stuff to talk about on this next show. And can you believe it's episode 25? I can't I believe know. we're at episode 25. I know we say this almost every every two podcasts. We're like, oh, we can't believe it was this this oh, podcast. It's oh, we 20. can't believe it. Oh, it's episode 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like every five episodes basically yeah so, so episode okay, 25 so here's the rule we can't get excited until episode 50 now 50 okay that's what, the next milestone wait, what happens at 50 like for an anniversary 50? oh i don't know i don't know either we have to come oh. up with something <laughs> that's okay we can worry about <laughs> what it later. Was that? oh wait what was that <laughs> <laughs> That's a very I may have been. I don't know. I'm very suspicious now. <laughs> I may have been drinking wine tonight, so forgive me. <laughs> this is not good. You've been drinking wine. I've been drinking coffee. <sighs> this is very That's not a good podcast. combination. I know. It is. It very is. It very is. It really is. <laughs> okay. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we have our news, as always. Lots of news that happened in the last few days. So, we got quite a bit of stuff going on there. Even today. Uh, we have, yeah, I know today like, I had to rearrange a bunch of stuff last minute. It's crazy. Um, and then we have our crowd forecasts, how busy it's going to be at the parks. Hint, hint, it's busy, as always. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about uh, Christmas at Tokyo Disneyland, which started on the 9th of November. And then we're going to continue our Tokyo Disney Resort 101. And we're going to be talking about buying park tickets. How you can buy your park tickets online at the parks. How you can maybe save yourself a little bit of money. So yeah, make sure you listen to that. And then we're going to talk about how to stay warm in our park tips. Because it does get a little cold here in Tokyo. Especially if you're from a warmer climate, you're going to find it a little nipply here. And then we have our listener questions. And then we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about on the next episode. <laughs> Wait, did you just call like cold weather nipply? Nipply, yeah. 
What? Have you never heard that before? I've never heard that before. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's a Canadian thing. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the meaning of the word. Is that when your n***s get, get like what? Uh, we, we, can, we have to keep this clean. We're PG. We're P- <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with n***s, first of all. I even frozen ones. <laughs> Back to the news. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing, though. Okay. What's going on at Tokyo Disney Resort and Disney in Japan in general? Well, in my neck of the woods, in Shinurayasu, we have some news on the new um, Tokyo Disney Celebration Hotel. We have um, the names for both areas. It's Wish and I want to say Discovery. Uh, yeah. And um, Wish is going to open on June 1st, 2016. And let me tell you, the artwork looks very nice. What do you think? Yeah, it it has um, the, well, it's um, from It's a Small World, which looks really nice. Like, well, that was the artwork that they had shown. There's going to be other stuff as well. Um, The the, uh, one thing that I'm looking forward to is the topiaries that they said they're going to have. They're going to be modeled after the electrical parade. Yes. And, that are, and they're supposed to light up at night. That's going to be so awesome to it's see. It's going to be very pretty. I wonder if we can see it. I wonder if I have to go and walk around the hotel like this weekend, but I wonder if they're out in the open or if it's like Disneyland Hotel where you cannot see the topiaries unless you're staying in the hotel. You have like private access. So that's going to be kind of interesting to see. That mm-hmm. sounds beautiful. Well, and I guess they kind of need something like that to get people to go there because the hotel is not on the resort. So they need to give people a reason to go there besides it just being a Disney park or a Disney hotel. Right. And I, you know, it's, I like how they, they mention, oh, you'll have shuttle service. Of course you'll have shuttle service. I well, mean, if not, better. it's going to be a pain to get there. And I'm guessing there's going to be shuttle service from the station as well because it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of a trek. Um, you have a beautiful view. I'm sure some of the rooms will have views of the bay. Um, but it's a bit far from the station, so you pay with your time. Of course, you get the early 15. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I, I think we obviously knew they were going to get the early 15 because uh, that's what you're paying for. If not, you're not going to pay that price for that area, right? So mm-hmm. it's very interesting. Um, it's good for our neighborhood, you know. So it'll be yeah, getting more, getting mm-hmm. more tourists to that area, I guess, or to that part of oh the my city. Gosh. No, we already have so many tourists. They're building a new, <laughs> they're building another hotel, a huge hotel next to it. So they're expecting even more. So it's going to be nuts, the competition. So maybe we'll see some, you know, some price battles. We'll see what happens with that. But um, yeah, really cool. I'm waiting to see what uh, restaurants they're going to have. You know, like that, that'll be a nice addition as well for the locals mm-hmm. if we can get in. We'll see. Um, <laughs> what else is going on in the news? We have, okay, Star Wars. Hello. Star Wars The Force Awakens tickets go on sale in Japan or went on sale in Japan. You get a pamphlet um, for the first three days of the showings. And um, apparently the showings are set for the entire country. So all the theaters are going to be showing the, the first showing on the same time, on the same day. So 6.30. I want to say it's, yeah, 6.30. Yeah. Yeah, I, like when I was looking at 
the the tickets to buy one for the first day it was you know just 6 30 and i thought that's really weird because most movies when they come out here there's like four or five showings like starting in the morning going all the way into like late at night so just to see like the one time was a little strange but i guess maybe they don't want spoilers or something i don't know because we're ahead of everyone like in north america so we're gonna see it before a lot of other people will so i don't know that's what i thought too but then i went and i looked up showtimes and a bunch of other countries um particularly france and i want to say australia get it pretty early france gets it on the 16th so i don't know if we only needed one showing on the 18th like we're a day ahead but france is that's way ahead of of everybody else so you know i don't know there's gonna be spoilers anyway yeah i wonder what their reasoning is for that maybe it's more of a marketing thing for japan (laughs) because you know how we love limited stuff here i know so you know know, like if you're the first person to see it in japan you there's only the one showing so you can say you saw it the very first day or something like that i don't know you know you have a marketing point no no i think you're right i think that might be it because it's so true it's like oh i saw it on the first show the only showing on the first day you know what i mean that kind of like makes it makes it more special Uh and um unfortunately I couldn't get I couldn't get tickets for the first showing. My friend Satoshi was uh he stayed up late to get the tickets and he said as soon as they went on sale the website crashed and then as soon as it came back up the tickets were gone for the first showing. So we're going the day after. We I got I got it well, we lucked out because Xperi wasn't doing it online at all. So you had to line up for it. So, and it was raining the night before. So I think there was only like maybe, maybe the first guy in line kept out at night because he had a bag with him. But it seems like the majority of the people were there around um, four o'clock in the morning. And of course I overslept. So I got there at like 6.40 or something like that. But I was able to get um, for my, my son the first day. My like sheer luck, like weather and everything. <laughs> But well, that's and good. also yeah, and they were it was really organized, like props to the Xperi um cinema staff. They had a lot of staff. Um the way they organized the lines, they organized it so that once it got to a certain length, they started making like a winding line so it wouldn't get in the pathway bothering the people like walking back and forth along the, the road of the resort. And um next to us, uh some com- Disney comrades, Disney store people waiting to buy Disney store goods. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for in a different line a much shorter line but still so uh, it was very interesting you know I, I had never done one of those really early lineups for a movie theater but um we we made it you know not the best seats but not bad like center area but a little a little to the front so we'll see how it is mm-hmm. i'm excited for the movie uh the the merchandising here is through the roof and i i imagine it's the same everywhere else in the world but i know here it's just merchandise 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 especially at like the higher end stores quote unquote like loft like they have so much star wars stuff like anything you can imagine they have it they have pens pencils iphone cases bags backpacks costumes postcards like bento boxes everything they have 
Like if you wanted, if you want to have your whole house decorated in Star Wars, you could. It's true. No, they have a lot of house goods. Did you see those? Mm-hmm. They look really cool. They're like wapu, like Japanese style house goods, which looked really, really kind of cool, actually. Yeah, there was some. Um, I was at. I was actually at Loft earlier today, and there was like these little dishes, you know, for like the sauces and stuff that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everyone likes to do here, and they're really nice. Like they're like Japanese patterns and stuff, but there was you know Star Wars elements in them, and it was really nice. Like there was one with um, Mount Fuji in the background, but then in the front there was like a droid or something like that. Yeah, they actually just... look like usable, you know. Yeah, not not something you just buy and it would just sit there. Like you can buy it and actually use it, which is yeah, it's, quite it's nice. like Star Wars, but it's like subtle Star Wars, you know. Yeah, so it's it's nice. I I, I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and speaking of goods, um, on December first, we're gonna be getting new uh, Star Wars Force Awaken goods at the parks. So that's interesting to see. And uh, mid-December, so when the movie launches, there's going to be e-tickets with Star Wars. There's going to be popcorn buckets and who knows what else. Maybe like special menus and stuff. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But for sure, the e-tickets and the popcorn buckets will come out around that time. Yep. And then speaking of more goods. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Duffy. Duffy. There's always Duffy. Duffy is in every episode, I swear. We talk about him every episode. Yeah. (laughs) I know, right? So, um, last year, the uh, Tokyo Disney Resort had a voting poll for people to vote on their favorite Duffy costumes from previous years. And over the f- past what four months, they they've been releasing um, like the uh, rankings of all the costumes. Uh, recently, we had uh, costumes that came in third and second. Those went on sale. They're done now. I think I don't really remember um but now they just announced the costume that came in number one that everyone voted for and it was the be magical outfit the one that was released for the 10th anniversary of disney sea so be magical oh my god these people (laughs) voting i swear they did not vote for any of the costumes that were difficult to actually buy they voted for all the ones that had like a really easy release that you could have bought it like a month after it was out no not the ones that ran out the day after thanks voters or this is all just a conspiracy and they just wanted to get rid of all the yeah they uh, just wanted to get rid of all the extra stock Mm, (laughs) it was just a whole the whole ploy no i think they wanted okay so the the middle release maybe was to throw people off but come on halloween release during halloween anniversary release around anniversary time come on olc yeah you threw us off with the middle release oh bonnie costume no one saw that coming yeah i'll give you that but come on the other one's totally transparent yeah the be magical yeah that was what three years ago three years ago four four years ago three years ago like maybe like around the 25th anniversary those were hard to get because those would sell out like nothing you know you were a day late and they were gone hmm. oh man was, that's okay that's okay i don't need to be magical that's good less money less money spent less money spent. so so on <laughs> december 1st if you really want those costumes they're going to be on sale so they're for both duffy and shelly may 
And they're also going to have the uh, character badges as well. <laughs> so December 1st, you have to decide, do you want Duffy goods or do you want Star Wars goods? That's true. Or do you want the the Duffy Christmas goods as well? Because those are on sale already. Those are cute. They are. They really are. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Duffy, today, just today, oh uh, Tokyo, Tokyo Disney Resort announced they're having a contest, a Twitter contest, and 20 lucky people, and these people can bring one person with them. If I read the Japanese correctly. Um, any age. Any age. Cool. So there's a contest. You enter. If you win, you get to go to a special meet and greet with Gelatoni, which is pretty cool, I have to admit. It was it was a matter of time before they're going to start doing this. So I guess they're, like this contest is just to kind of hype it up. And then for when he comes out next year during the, the anniversary uh, show and then i'm sure after that they're probably going to announce that he's going to be ha- he's going to have a permanent meet and greet or something somewhere i'm sure oh my god i want to meet gelatoni so if you want to enter the contest um well you're going to have to be in japan at that specific time um and it's and everything's only in japanese and sorry there's a lot to translate so we probably won't be translating it so if you have someone who's can speak Japanese or read it for you, please ask them to do that. You have to um, like sign some forms and stuff too, so. Yeah, uh, like if you do win, there's a bunch of rules and stuff that you have to sign, yada, yada, yada. You know, just stuff to do with the media. Like um, they have the right to take your photo and then use it in promotional item or promotional materials, stuff like that. And of course, you have to promote it as well, like through your Twitter. So obviously, you know, it's like a Twitter contest, so. Yeah, so this is clearly just a marketing thing, but still, it's pretty cool. It's awesome. You'll get to meet the real Gelatoni. Gelatoni. He's my spirit animal. <laughs> the cat The cat is your spirit animal. He is. I love Gelatoni. <laughs> I do, too. I, I do, I too. I don't know why I like him so much, but I, really, I guess because cats are kind of mischievous. And I feel like he's the one that knocked the ice cream out of Duffy's hand. You know. <gasps> Funny you should mention that. On Twitter today, um, uh-huh. I just thought of this. I, I'd i have to go back and look for it. <laughs> Someone made a sketch of Duffy when he dropped his gelato. Oh. And, and he was really sad. And then uh-huh. in the background around the corner, you can see Gelatoni kind of peeking. And, and it, it was all in Japanese. But it basically said, oh, he dropped it. Oh, he dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> I can see because cats are like that and they're like oh you know like I, I get oh my god I, lo- I love Gelatoni he's amazing he's got good clothes too he's certainly cute he certainly is so I hope that I'm one of the winners and I hope you're one of the winners or we both win that'd be amazing oh I highly doubt it but because there's probably gonna be a lot of people that enter but I'm gonna try anyway and see what happens. And get your friend Mr. S to also join. Okay. <laughs> everyone, I'll get everyone I know. Yeah. Everyone I know. <laughs> so someone has to go see Gelatoni. Even if it's yeah. not us, we don't care. We want to. Well, someone. someone. Will, okay. It's okay. We'll see the pictures anyway, Chris. It's all right. We it's will. all right. We don't have to freak out. Oh, I'm freaking out. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of. Someone friends. has to go. Somebody. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm done. Okay, speaking of goods, 
New Year's goods in November. Already? Wow. Year of the monkey. What's your Cute. what's your and what's your horoscope animal, Chris? Horoscope animal? Yeah, what year um, what year were you born in? I was born in nineteen eighty five. I wanna say it's like the rat or something. Oh, if I remember Nikki, correctly. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, sadly it's not the monkey, I don't think. Mine is the monkey. Now oh. everyone knows how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the. I mean, the goods are cute. I'm gonna buy a little monkey, but I think like the monkey is like the not cutest animal in the horoscope. <laughs> I'm really, I'm kind of bummed about. But it, it's really cute. I'm gonna buy. I have you seen the tag? It's so funny. So the tag has like one of the monkeys from the Jungle Book, and it's like this monkey was a character in the Jungle Book because I guess nobody knows who the character is. The monkey doesn't even have a name, you know. He's super cute. And they're like hanging around. They're like, I think even at Disney Sea now, right? They've been making appearances. So. So they're really mm-hmm. funny. Like when, when they, you know, when the the monkeys are out, the greeting characters, they do like really, really hilarious things and they improvise really well. So they're really fun characters. Yeah, there's what, four or five of them that roam around. I've seen them at uh, Lost River Delta. Yeah, they're in like Lost River Delta and in um, Adventureland. Hmm, that makes sense. So we'll see a lot more of them probably mm-hmm. next year. <laughs> and then once all the Christmas, like once Christmas is done, we'll see all the New Year's goods out there, or even a little bit earlier. Who knows? Yeah, it'll be pretty exciting. I want to see like what little plates and cups they have this year. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. Um, oh, last bit of news. Uh, I went to Nail Expo Japan 2015. And, I didn't um, go. I, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was invited by my nailist. And can you tell I'm a good customer? <laughs> <laughs> um, but they had some really cool Disney stuff. So if you're into gel nails, they have, um, you, you probably know that they have like a Disney line and you could see the new colors and stuff. And um, if you're wondering, you know, every year Disney releases like new Disney goods and we were kind of like speculating, oh, what is it going to be this year? Is it going to be Star Wars? What's it going to be? So um, wait no more, my friends. Um, If you're nail fans, you probably already know this. But so this year, like the main kind of like color kit and stickers that they released are Toy Story based for the Toy Story 20th anniversary really really cute stuff little green men heavy focus on woody um those really cute um andy's bedroom color theme with the little clouds and stuff so really adorable so if you're into nails check it out um really really adorable stuff and that's all Hmm. the news (laughs) oh actually i have one more thing to add shut up what Um, is it (laughs) well this past week um i know you were busy but I got up at the crack of dawn <laughs> and um, we were on the Diz After Dark podcast as special guests or special guest. I guess it was just me. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I was on that podcast and we talked about D23 uh, Japan, uh, which we already talked about a couple episodes already. And also just giving a general rundown of uh, Tokyo Disney Resort and, you know, stuff to do and, you know, all that fun stuff, all that fun stuff. Um, 
by the time this episode comes out, that episode should be out. So uh, there's a link. There there will be a link in the show notes. So make sure you go check it out and listen to their podcast. They have a fun thought or fun podcast to listen to if you're a fan of Walt Disney World. Um, they like to drink, and in the morning, I. I didn't want to drink so early in the morning, so I had coffee instead. I was being a little lame, I know, but, you know, I didn't really want to have a beer or wine before I had to go to work on a Monday morning, so <laughs> I opted for coffee instead. Oh my gosh, I love that podcast. Their sense of humor is so wonderful. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. So I'm going to be looking forward to it, along with the listeners. <laughs> well, the link will be in the show notes and you can find it there. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it for news. We rambled on long enough about that stuff. I'm sure next time there'll be lots more. So next, we have our crowd forecast, which <laughs> we get from we get from TDR Navi. Uh, they have an excellent crowd forecast calendar, and we highly recommend it for planning your trip. You get to see six months in advance. Uh, what the predictions are for the parks, how busy they're, how busy they're going to be, how busy they're not going to be, and they're updated daily. So make sure you check them out. There's going to be a link in the in the podcast notes. So uh, for November, November is a little on the busy side overall between both parks. Uh, for Disneyland, for the last part of uh, November during the weekdays. It's hovering around 75 out of 100. 100 being the park is going to be at capacity. So running at about a 75, that's not terrible, but it's not great either. And then on the weekends, they're in the 90s, so it's going to be busy just like every other weekend. And then over at Tokyo Disney Sea, a little bit busier. The weekdays are running about an average of 80. So between 80, 85, around there. And then on the weekends, they're pretty much at capacity or close to it. So expect the crowds to be very high in those days. And I'm not too sure why November is so busy. I just, the weather's not that great. And I don't like, there's no holidays going on. Like major holidays, I should say. There's, you know, we have some public holidays this month, but nothing crazy. So I don't know. I think they go, I think they go on like, what, the information from last year? Yeah. So that can affect it too, but it's it hasn't been that bad. Like Disneyland, like a couple of days ago was pretty dead, you know. It's been kind of rainy Disney lately. Disney for sure. What? It's been kind of rainy lately, as well. No, even that day was like it wasn't raining. Oh really? But wow. still, like it was really empty. Yeah, I mean, really great for the people that are visiting that day. Disney Sea is a little bit more crowded because the show's a little better, mm-hmm. but um, both of them are new events, so I thought there would be a little bit more people. So I don't know, I don't know what's going on with that, but um, we'll we'll get to the events in a little bit. But uh, yeah, so not too bad, not too bad. So I don't know, probably though it sounds about right for getting a little bit closer to December. Early December shouldn't be that bad. Like there's probably gonna be like a huge jump after the kids get out of school though. Yeah, especially with the the New Year's holiday coming up and all that. Oh my gosh, the madness. <laughs> yep, it's going to start. But we'll be there. We will. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's it for our crowd forecast for November. Um, next, 
we're going to talk about Christmas. Yay, Christmas. So this time we're going to talk about uh, Christmas at Tokyo Disneyland, which is also called Christmas Fantasy. Uh, Patricia, do you want to start us off? I like it. I'm digging Christmas this year. <laughs> I really like... <laughs> I like that the... Pre- oh, go ahead. Oh, go I was going to say, I really like the, the storybook theme they have going this year. Yeah, it's really cute. I love the, you know, there's a lot of face characters in the parade. So you have Anna and Elsa, a little preview of what's coming in uh, the later winter. You have Snow White, who is adorable in her costume. It is ridiculous. You have um, Belle, also really, really pretty. And the Beast. The Beast is not a face character, though. Oh, I love the, the Christmas tree for the Beauty and the Beast float. It's so pretty. I just love the the whole stained glass pattern from the movie. It's mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. it's really well done. I really like that. There's something for everybody, you know. It's it's a really nicely balanced parade. Mm-hmm. And Mickey, oh my gosh, Mickey the other day was ridiculous. I guess because it was his birthday. I don't know. But he was like the best Mickey ever. And the way he interacted with Minnie was amazing. So if you're at the parks, be on the lookout. This Mickey is fantastic. Of course, Mickey is the same always. Maybe he just had like a different, you know, gankier personality that day or something. (laughs) There's not not more than one Mickey. There's only one. There's only one. uh, We all know that. Only one. There's only one, right? He he teleports magically between parks. But he was amazing anyway. Um, and it's great. Chip and Dale, so cute in their costumes. Yes, I had uh, to... Goofy and Max. I had to oh, buy, go ahead. I had to buy Chip and Dale's the little plush because I'm terrible and I, I buy every single one. <laughs> no, it's it's great. The new Christmas... The dancers dressed as like the Christmas ornaments, the little like... The balls that you hang on the tree, so pretty. Mm-hmm. And the bells, the the dancer for bells float, so gorgeous. Yeah, they they had the um, stained glass pattern again on their their dresses. It was really nice. I liked that a lot. Oh, just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so there are some costumes that are repeated, recycled, but recycled. <laughs> but of course, they are. They're cute. They're good. Very cute. Of course, those classic candy cane costumes, the Christmas present costumes. I would have liked to see Santa, but that's okay because Santa's at Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. And there's only um, one and Santa. And you know they're gonna. There's only there's only one Mickey too, Chris. Yep, one Mickey, one Santa. So they can't <laughs> be at both places at once, except Mickey because Mickey's magical. He he moves really fast. You wouldn't <laughs> believe it, but um. I you know because this is what they do now that they're gonna repeat the parade for three years, hmm. so we'll see some new dancer costumes probably next year. So we'll see what they do. Yeah, it's not bad. But overall, I love the little hand dance that you do. Really fun this year. I can never follow along with those. I don't know why. I, I I'm terrible at them. Like I try, and I just I fail miserably every single time. <laughs> so I just don't even bother. This year's easier. It's. Uh, you not do for jingle me. bells, and then you do um, sparkle hands coming down. It's very, it's very simple, very cute, very energetic. Hmm. The only thing I I remember from 
the the hand dance is the kira kira the glitter kira kira is the best part because this one you cross your arms and then you shoot them up and then you do kira kira down and for those that don't know uh, kira kira in japanese it means like to glitter to shine or to sparkle or something like that to sparkle yeah so like you're kind of putting your hands up like jazz hands and you're like kira kira and And then you come down you bring them down like they're (laughs) like they're glittering yeah, I, I, I am sitting here and I'm doing the hand dance, okay? Just imagine that. You know me too. <laughs> I, it's really yeah. fun. It's really fun. And I like doing the jingle bell gesture as well. Yeah. We are brainwashed. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> oh, thanks, Disney. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and... I, the, the music. What do you think about the music? It was catchy. I... I honestly, I liked it better than uh, the one at Disney Sea, to be quite honest. <gasps> oh my gosh. I know. I do know. I like both. I like that this one is kind of like classic Christmas music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The music was good, and though. It, fits, it's, it suits the parade well. Yeah. It's very catchy. It's much, much better than the music we had for the, the Halloween parade. We don't talk about that parade, Chris. I know, but I just wanted to mention that, that it's is been... dead to us. Now. <laughs> <laughs> We're over it. We're over it. So uh, there's <laughs> there's the so this was the Disney Christmas Stories uh, parade. I don't know if we mentioned the name or not, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, the uh, Disney Christmas Stories. It's twice a day, I think, most days, something like that. Twice a day, and they are spaced far apart yeah so one in the morning one in the late afternoon ish something like that yeah. like 3 40 3 40 ish 3 30 ish yeah something like something that. like that just grab a park map look it up it's all good <laughs> and of course they also run your regular daytime parade so if you are visiting during christmas you can also catch that as well don't worry as well as the christmas electrical parade Ooh, i love that Dream parade nights. I haven't seen the Christmas version yet because the weather has been so bad. Yeah, me too. I haven't like I'm hoping this week I will go see it because yeah, it was raining and obviously when it's raining they're going to cancel the parade, so there's no point in going. But um, I know friends have gone and they said it's really nice, so I can't wait to go see it. It's it's always a favorite of mine to be quite honest. So I, I it'd be nice to see what they've done this year because obviously earlier this year we had the update the parade so it's going to be kind of nice to see what they do with the the new floats absolutely oh my gosh okay chris what speaking of the electrical parade have you tried the app yet no because i <laughs> this sounds terrible i don't have enough friends <laughs> to get that many phones oh together. my gosh you totally okay let's get together and and we'll get some people together and we'll hook all our phones up okay so for people, do, so here here's what it yeah, is. Yeah. Okay, yeah, t- tell them. Hey, so for people who don't know, there it's called Sync Illusion. Is that what it's called, or something like this? Oh no, something like that. Anyway, <laughs> um, I could put a link in the show notes. They they have the the full thing in English to explain how to use the app, and essentially what it is is you get all your friends together with your smartphones. You go to this special website. Is it a website or app? I can't remember now. No, you're right. It's a website. It's a website. Okay. That was my mistake. Yeah, so yeah. it's a website. And you kind of connect all your phones together through this website. 
and you lay your phones out on the on the table and the electrical parade will start playing through everyone's phones kind of like going from one screen to the other and there's like music and you can like tap on it and stuff happens on the screen tap the little snowflakes and it goes bling bling you know and it goes through everyone's phones it's super cute um well from the videos i saw i haven't done it yet (laughs) but when i do do it i'll make sure to let everyone know but from all the videos i saw it looks really cute and again brilliant marketing on their part because everyone has a smartphone so why not right i'm so easily entertained i just think is the best thing ever it's cute i don't even know why it's just really fun you know Mm -hmm. it's really it's really great it is so um decorations parades yeah so decorations 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 on disneyland so like we mentioned earlier the theme this year is storybook so they kind of keep that theme not throughout the entire park but sections of the park i guess um at the front we have the big like uh big christmas display as soon as you walk in the park and it's a big storybook like it kind of looks like a um uh, a pop-up book that's open there's like a castle or cinderella's castle and all this stuff and then there's mickey minnie and all that stuff in the front it's really well done i quite like it a lot what do you think of it and it's it's so smart because you know we we have that book theme coming from once upon a time too so it connects to that you know it connects to the goods from that show as well you you i I love it i love how the pages like you said it's like a pop-up it looks so pretty it looks very classic you know like those trees that they have at the front of the entrance to disneyland it's just really lovely and um like you said around the hub the pop-up of course there's like a celebration of stitch this year on the monorail and um in the parade and of course in the decorations for the show because they have the new stitch attraction so it's really really cute well really well tied together you know i like it you know it's it's something different from what they've done before which is always nice and i think it's it's really it feels really christmassy it does it really does um my favorite i guess display would be the beauty and the beast one that looks like they're coming out of the storybook that, oh yeah that one's really nice i really like that one a lot Be- beauty and the beast is one of my favorite disney movies from my childhood so i guess i kind of have that emotional connection with it so a little biased but that's okay <laughs> that's okay it's a gorgeous movie and of course bell and books and they have their own Christmas movie, so it, it ties in very well. It's nice to see them in a Christmas parade because I don't think I don't think I've seen them in a Christmas parade before, actually. Um, Not Belle, at least. Maybe. No, I don't think I have. So very cool. Very nice. I don't think I have beautiful, either. Beautiful, beautiful winter costumes. Mm-hmm. And then... Throughout the park, there's just, you know, like little Christmas things here and there. There's a, a Toy Story display over in Western Land. That one's been there for a few years. I, I know I saw it last year and I think the year before as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that one's not new, but it's still nice. It's nice. And then throughout Western Land and Adventureland, there's, you know, like little subtle Christmas decorations. And also in Toontown as well. And then uh, we still have the Haunted Mansion Holiday Nightmare, which started 
in Halloween and carries over until after Christmas. So that one's always nice. And I think that I'm disappointed that there's no It's a Small World. I guess because they're going to be taking it down soon and they want to leave the maybe they want to leave the original up or I don't know they they thought it was not worth the trouble. I don't know, you know. Yeah. I'm not too sure. I guess maybe if they're moving it, I don't know. Yeah, I I wonder. And of course there's Country Bears Christmas Jamboree. Mhm. That's always a favorite. Always fun and whimsical. Yes. <laughs> I I need to go see that one still this year. I I saw it last year and the year before, so I need to go this year. It's almost like a tradition now. You have to go once it gets cold. It's easy to get into and it's nice and toasty warm. <laughs> and I'll fall asleep in my seat. <laughs> no, don't fall asleep. I I always I get really sleepy in there because it's so dark and it's warm and I'm comfortable. And it's not because the show is boring because it's not boring at all. It's just I get so comfortable, and then I just start dozing off <laughs> it's terrible it really is um and there's one more what's that it's okay so this is a minor attraction but still really cool they theme the shooting gallery to christmas as well uh yeah they always decorate that and it's kind of there right <laughs> unless you specifically there... see it or like look at it you're not going to notice you might not notice, and you get a special um, Christmas badge, which is limited only to this season. So if you're there, check it out. It's really cool. It's actually one of my son's favorites. So if you have kids, oh my God, they love it. And you can um, win a golden medal as well. But it's a special Christmas uh, shooting gallery medal badge that you can get, which is really neat. So we talked about the shows, we talked about the decorations, now we have to talk about food. <laughs> oh my food, god, food, food. there's no cocktails at Disneyland. What are we going to talk about, Chris? Well, I guess there's the eggnog, which I haven't had yeah. yet this year. There's a lot of stuff I haven't done yet. It's the yet. same as Disney Sea. We had it. Mm -hmm. We had it together, didn't we? No, you had it. <laughs> you didn't buy it. No. Oh, okay. I think they changed it this year. Yeah, just by looking at the photos, they kind of changed... I don't know, they, they put something on it. Didn't you say it was kind of... I don't know. There's some kind of weird texture think, to it or something? Yeah, I don't know if I like that the, the topping that they put on it. I wonder if you can ask for it without the topping. There's like a like something thick inside of it. I don't know. I guess they tried to make it thicker, but by putting something inside so it feels like you know starbucks does that a lot now too they put like crunchy stuff and they put like little like toppings on the coffees the special seasonal coffee so maybe they were going for that kind of like trend but um it's okay so and, and oh you know why they put that so they can sell the olaf spoon oh so you which can, is adorable so you can you know scoop it out i guess yeah very smart move disney there we go. <laughs> and I, I, I feel like they they made the flavor closer to eggnog, like the spices that they use. Hmm. So I wonder if Japanese people like it or not, but I thought it was kind of interesting. So last year's really tasted like like Japanese, um, they call it milkuseki, which is like an egg milk drink, which, which sounds like it would be like close to eggnog, but it's actually not that close. Like the flavor, there's less spices in it. You know, so I feel like they added the spices. They got it a little closer to eggnog yeah. this year. Well, I'll have to check it out next time I'm there. Um, 
Well, there there is one thing I did eat, and it was the Olaf cookie. How is that? I didn't have it yet. Um, it was very satisfying biting off Olaf's head. I could say that much. <gasps> oh, you're <laughs> terrible. <laughs> uh, but on the inside was uh, strawberries. They were like strawberry cream. So it was it, it was tasty. It was good. Like it, it's, it's a nice snack is what it is. And the cookie is super cute. Um, and it comes in like nice wrapping and everything. So it, it was nice. I liked it. It's good. <laughs> um, what else is what else is there? Um, I don't know. I haven't gone to Disneyland that much. I've only been like twice. I want to say. Mm-hmm. I've been going to Disney Sea more actually this time. It's terrible. But I like the parade, so I'm probably gonna go back a little bit more. Oh, you know what they have that's super cute at Disneyland? That chocolate cake. With like the marshmallows or, or whatever it is on top. That looks really, really adorable. And the cup that it comes in is really pretty. Uh, no, not cup. Plate? Oh, I can't cup. think. Plate. Cup, right? Plate. <laughs> Plate. Know. No, the cup is the one that looks like a Christmas tree, oh. which looks so yummy and adorable. It's like a pudding. And on top, it's like a little whipped like Christmas tree shape with um, mistletoe on top. Okay probably like what flavor is it it's like it looks what is it hold on let me see if i can find it white chocolate pistachio it has pistachio that's what it is they always like to put the most whip is strawberry Hmm. they seem to like to put the most random things yeah the white chocolate pistachio mousse what it is yeah yeah it looks really good and then the marshmallow is Uh, i found the website can you tell chocolate cake with a souvenir plate it's chocolate plate but it has marshmallows or some kind of marshmallows and a whipped and then some crunchy stuff on top i don't know it looks like olaf is like head first in the ground is what it looks like you know i was gonna say that too but i don't know those little flakes are supposed to be a face or what but yeah it looks like he 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 dived head first into the chocolate cake Mm -hmm. which quite frankly i can understand that feeling as well (laughs) (laughs) but it looks really cute. It does. And then we the have... The plate is really cute. Um, I, this is kind of food related, but kind of merchandise related, is the Stitch popcorn bucket with the little Santa hat and the scarf. Again, that's to, you know, promote the Stitch encounter that opened over the summer. So... I like the scarf. It's, it's a nice touch. It's cute. They are really milking Stitch is what they're doing this year. <laughs> they really are. He's such a cutie, and he, he goes really well on good, so it's nice. It's nice to see, and come on, the idea of a Stitch popcorn bucket where he opens his mouth and is like, ah, popcorn, you know, that's ridiculous. I love it. I love it. I'm still waiting for my Chippendale one, so I'm going to hold out. <laughs> it's coming. There's been Chippendale popcorn buckets, Chris. There are, but I don't like them. I want a different one. <laughs> oh, they had some cute ones before. I okay. am so demanding, I um, know. <laughs> what about these little um these little bag charms that have candies inside? Uh, so this year is it's Mickey in a stocking. Oh right, 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 right. And they have like these little choc- chocolate candies which look like M&Ms, but they're not M&Ms. They're colorful chocolate. Uh, isn't that the same thing? <laughs> Shh. 
colorful chocolate, Chris. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. We'll call it that. Oh. And the jelly beans have little hidden Mickeys on them. Do they? Well, so do the, so do the colorful chocolate, yeah. Some of them do, not all of them. So if you get them, they're really cute. Of course they do. Of course they do. Oh, and speaking of Stitch, kind of going back to that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They still have the scrump dumplings from the summer. They still have those, but now they have a uh, Stitch head case for them. And he has a little Santa hat on, which is really cute. Aww. So if you're a really big fan of those, you can get that. Oh, and there's also the hazelnut cream tipple torta. Yeah. What, what do you think? I liked it. Did you? What did you think? I liked it. I thought it was a little dry, but it was good. The flavor was good. Maybe that was because I was, I was carrying around for half an hour while I was trying to look for eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I remember that too. I had to... I was running around trying to get everything and I forgot where the heck the eggnog was. I'm like, I don't know where it was. And I remember you saying, oh, do you uh, do you want the park map? And I'm like, I'll remember where it is. I forgot where it was. <laughs> so I had to ask a cast member. I just asked them, like, where can I buy eggnog? And she pointed me back. Like, this is at Disney Sea. She points me back over at uh, near the Horizon restaurant or whatever. So I had to go way back over there from the mediterranean harbor to go get it and then come back so oh my god so yeah anyway and it's like it's on the side of the restaurant yeah it's like the furthest point away from where i was in a <laughs> sense but yeah anyway <laughs> enough about that the the ha- like, hazelnut tipple torta was pretty good i liked it i would have it again out of the stuff that you haven't tried yet like is there anything that you want to try from disneyland right now like what are you, what like do you look look forward to trying before the christmas season is over um hmm hmm, hmm. not really to be quite honest everything's kind of like eh to me i guess i might try the um the the special set the the sandwich that is at uh, which restaurant is that at again? Um, anyway, there there's a special sandwich <laughs> that has egg. Sweetheart Cafe. There we go. It has like egg on it and ham, I believe. It's a and sandwich. Is that salmon? Or is it salmon? I don't know. I think it has both pastrami. Okay, it's got turkey pastrami, which is everywhere at the resort right now. Yeah. Turkey pastrami, egg salad. Look, what is that on top of it? It looks like salmon. I guess it's like tomato or something. I don't know. But yeah, that looks pretty good. I want to try the um, special set at Eastside Cafe. Okay. With like the crab, the crab pasta. Is that crab pasta? It looks like it's crab pasta. It looks really good. Yeah. And it looks really pretty. Like the little salad with the shooting star. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. nice. That looks really nice. I like that. I get, there's also the the roast beef uh, dinner or dinner lunch whatever it is and yeah that's at, I'm kind of over it that's at the blue bayou blue bayou yeah I feel like it's a little, I don't know that's expensive it's 3800 yen which is like what $35 roughly yeah I feel like for that price you can probably get like better quality food somewhere else 
and I know it's Disney prices, but I'm just, it's not cute enough that it's worth the price. It does look nice, but just not, I don't know. It's not calling to me right now. Hmm. Fair enough. And Grandma Sarah's also looks like, okay. I, I guess like they were going for like a, a down-home Christmas meal with the mashed potatoes and the chicken and, but I don't know. It's not that it's not that exciting to me. Yeah, it has like mushrooms in it, and yeah, it just it looks okay. I guess the rice is made to look like a little present, which is that's cute. the cutest part. Yeah, they they always seem to do cute stuff with the the rice, which is nice. Yeah, but it's just like it feels like Grandma Sarah's usual fare. With the rice as a present. And I, I guess the mashed potatoes kind of does make it feel like a little more like that holiday style food. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little bit of a miss for me. And Disney Sea has so many good options right now that I think, you know, that's where we've been going lately. Yeah. A little bit more. I like the renewal for the... Do you, weren't we just talking about this? How the SS Columbia had gotten like a little boring and we're like oh that might that's like it's my fu- my son's favorite restaurant and they finally renewed like the menu there's like a renewal for the for like the course menu so actually we might end up going there it looks it looks different it looks nicer so we'll give it a shot you'll have to let me know how it goes or how it is it's always you know it's always fun dining there and to see mickey like run like run past the windows and stuff you know, so I'm sure it'll it'll be fine. And the food there wasn't bad before. It's just that it was kind of like the same thing every time, like slightly different but the same. Mm. You know, so it's just nice for a change. But we'll talk about Disney yeah. next time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and last on the list, we'll talk about the merchandise at Tokyo Disneyland. Oh my gosh, Olaf! Lots of Olaf this year. Olaf is everywhere and he is so 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 cute I can't take it I want everything eh, I want the slippers I can take it I want the them. towel <laughs> I want I want everything Olaf I want the the lip the overpriced lip balm with the Olaf head on it that looks like he has frosting on his hat it's all too adorable Ah. Uh. Did you just say you don't want Olaf? Maybe. Chris? <laughs> really, Chris? Really? Oh my gosh. I bit his head off I when I had the cookies, so I know, I know. You're you are an Olaf murderer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's okay, Chris. That's okay. That's all right. Well, you know, when I go to uh Eastside not Eastside Cafe, Sweetheart Cafe. And I buy the Chippendale, which looks really good, by the way, which we missed in food. That Chippendale, like half and half, like cute little pastry that they have. Yeah, I, I want to have that. I haven't had that yet. It looks ridiculous. It looks so good. It's like, what, walnut and and what else? Walnut and something else, yeah. Yes, whatever it is. It Oh, when I read it and I saw the picture, it looks so, so yummy. I'm going to take joy and imagine Chippendale are minced inside it. So take that, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, besides Olaf, there's also Danny the lamb. Which is so cute. And I'm you guessing. Know, just when you think. Yeah, I'm guessing this is probably going to be the last of his goods since yeah. the year the lamb's going to be over. 
it's true just when you think you're like ah oh, Danny we've seen so much of you they managed to again come out with adorable stuff like maybe the most adorable Danny goods ever I think yeah they have nice stationery like little file folder um, postcard postcards are a big thing during this time of the year a uh, little like memo pad and this is all Christmas themed by the way and it has Danny with a little Santa hat just like what Stitch has as well uh, notebook and then there's also a keychain like a and I think he comes in three different poses or you can pose them in different ways I don't oh know oh my gosh it's like one of him laying down one of him sitting down and one of him standing up and then there's also a little chocolate like a little chocolate tin obviously you get to keep the tin and there's also a little um a badge i because I, I guess that kind of goes with danny the lamb and winning whatever contest he's in oh the little what is it a rosette yeah a rosette yeah. yeah everyone has been so adorable it's cute I liked him. I think he was such a good choice for the, the mascot of the year, the lamb. Mm-hmm. Really great choice. And he wasn't thrown in our faces all year, too. He was just, he was just like, subtle there. Just like he was subtle in the Halloween parade. <laughs> That's okay. I You know, I liked... I, he was good. He Like you said, it was really subtle. He wasn't in your face, but he was so cute, you couldn't help but love him. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be sad that we have to say goodbye. Right. No. Okay. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see you in like another decade or so. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Maybe. Unless there's a new lamb mm-hmm. or ram or whatever that comes out. And then I guess for the last part of the goods, uh, we kind of touched on this previous episode, I think, is the, the iPhone cases, the customizable ones. Yeah, love it. Storybook theme, storybook shape, so pretty. And this is only for the iPhone 6 and 6S. So if you don't have that phone, you're kind of out of luck because they only fit that phone. But it's... But... But what? But if you want the Christmas storybook theme, they have something for every phone. Ooh. The new uh, style. Oh, the... The one where it kind of suction cups onto the back of your phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, it's interesting because it doesn't have a camera hole, so you can slide it up when you want to. So it kind of protects your camera, I guess, lens or whatever a little better. So really interesting to see that, of course, after I give up my 6 Plus, <laughs> they, <laughs> they come out with a case that will fit any phone. That's okay. Because I could get the storybook case, which I love because it's customizable. Which is good. The color, your initial and everything, which is good. So It is. <laughs> okay, so... And I th- um, a, a bunch of like plush as usual, like Mickey Minnie, all, you know, the normal stuff, snowman plush, all that good stuff. So, you know, your kind of classic uh, theme to the actual parade goods. Yeah. So I think that's about it. You know, there's everything is storybook, which is ridiculous. You know, great, great theming. They've got the little, um, if you collect Tomicar, a little, um, what is it called? An omnibus version, Christmas version of the Tomicar. 
pens, all like the stuff that you always see every year. So, but very cute, very cute design. Um, the storybook case for the phones of their size, any size phone has like a little pool thing, like a little, like feels like a little toy. Um, it's great. Good stuff as usual, you know, is what you expect from Tokyo Disney Resort. And overall, uh, what would you give Christmas at Tokyo Disneyland? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs sideways. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Me too. It's cute enough for me. I'll take it. I like it. It's enjoyable. It is. It is enjoyable. That's the most important thing. And, you know, I think what really pushes the event over the top is that you have the electrical parade, the Christmas version, you know. Would would I be happier with a castle show? Obviously. But we don't talk about that anymore. (laughs) Uh... Because maybe it's never going to happen again. Maybe. But it's good enough. It's good enough. It's a fun event. And I think if you go, you'll really, really enjoy it. Okay. So that's that's enough on <laughs> Christmas at Tokyo Disneyland. So we're going to move on to our Tokyo Disney Resort 101. And we're going to talk about buying park tickets. So you're good, you want to go to the parks? You need a ticket to get in. So you need to buy them. How do you buy them? Well, there's a lot of different ways to buy them. Um, We have a full guide on our website, and I'll put a link in the show notes that um, explains everything that we're going to talk about here. So don't feel that you need to write anything down. We have it all written down for you already. So just listen and enjoy. (laughs) I pictured right now somebody like furiously writing notes as they listen to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then they're like, oh, okay, good. I can just... I could just sit back and relax. Finally. Yeah, I can rest. (laughs) So, for park tickets, um, you can buy up to uh, a four-day passport, as we call them. They're called passports. Uh, So, you can buy up to four days. And these four days have to be consecutive. You can't split them up or anything like that. So, when you start on day one, it has to go all the way to the fourth day consecutively. Then, for the first two days, you have to pick which park you would like to visit. So on the first day, let's say you want Tokyo Disneyland. Okay, so you tell them Tokyo Disneyland. Then day two has to be Tokyo Disney Sea, And then for your last two days are park hopper days. So you can bounce between the two parks easily. Um, unfortunately, for if you buy a one-day ticket or a two-day ticket, you can't park hop on on either either of those tickets. Um, but uh, if you're staying at one of the official Disney hotels, you get access to a special multi-day passport that you can purchase for a little bit extra. And what this does is it allows you to park hop even on your very first day. Um, Personally, if it's your first time at the resort and you're staying at one of the Disney hotels and you're kind of on the fence if you should buy this this special ticket to Park Hop, I would say save yourself the money because it's about an extra 1,300 yen to get this Park Hopper ticket. There's more than enough to do at both parks that you'll be there all day and it's less stress on you feeling that you have to bounce between the parks 
Like you, you can easily spend a full day at Disney Tokyo Disneyland and then the next day at Disney Sea or vice versa. So there's more than enough to do. So unless you've been here quite a few times and you just want to park hop, then by all means go for it. But we've done it one time also. I think when you have a really short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. And maybe so like if you if you don't have like a lot of time and you know like let's say so like when we did it it was like Halloween. So we went and we only had one day to enjoy Halloween. So we're like, "Oh my gosh, what do we do?" So we went, we bought the hopper from the hotel and we went in the morning I think to Disney Sea and then we went in the afternoon to see the Disneyland hotel parade because um the family member that was visiting had to go like the next day so we we had to park hop or she wouldn't have seen both so if you have like a limited time thing i think they really really come in handy yeah but like chris says if you have time enjoy the full day enjoy the details and and take it easy because you'll enjoy the parks more i totally agree with that yeah exactly and the parks are going to be more busy than you're used to so it might be very stressful if it's your first time trying to park hop on your very first day and you know just to save yourself that hassle you know just enjoy one park one day unless like patricia just said if your window is very very short like you know two days or whatever then okay maybe maybe it's a good idea to get so you can kind of go between both parks um, so that park or that ticket option is a little bit more expensive, but there's also ways to save money on park tickets as well. Uh, we have two, uh, you know, cheaper, uh, ticket options. One is called the after six passport and there's also the starlight passport. So what the after six passport is, is you get to enjoy one of the parks after 6 PM and you pay considerably less money because you're only you know, you're only going to be there for about four hours anyway so the ticket's going to be a lot cheaper and this is only on weekdays and it doesn't include uh holidays or weekends so if you want to just go for the evening if you want to just uh have dinner or something like that it's a perfect option because you get to get in for a lot cheaper and then the starlight passport is kind of the same idea but this is for weekends and holidays and this starts at 3 p.m and not 6 so you get to enter the park at 3 p.m right until closing so you have about seven hours in the park so if you're not an early riser and you don't want to really ride all the attractions because by 3 p.m a lot of the a lot of the fast passes for the popular attractions are going to be gone or you know close to gone by that point so uh when you if you do do that don't expect to be riding all the rides unless you really want to wait quite a long time because again the starlight passports on weekends and holidays and that's typically when it's the most busy but if you find yourself going on those days it's a great way to save money um another way to save money on tickets is if you live in japan and you can read japanese or you have people that can help you out there are discount tickets at the convenience stores and when I say discount, I don't mean they're 2,000 yen off or $20 off or anything like that. They're maybe 500 yen, which is about $5 off. So it's not a big savings. 
So it's not worth the hassle if you don't live here. So I would only do it if you know people who can do it for you or if you can read Japanese and be able to figure it out. Otherwise, it's not really worth the hassle. So, but that is an option if you want to do that. Uh, you can buy it at what Family Mart and I think Lawson and 7-Eleven as well. Like I've seen them at all the convenience stores. Then <laughs> I'm kind of going through this really quick, and I apologize. Wait, before we leave, um, before we leave discount tickets. Yeah, yeah. Did you um, campus day tickets? Campus day tickets. I forgot about that. Right for any students. So if you are a university student, high school student, middle school student, any kind of student, I think trade schools, like anything, if you have your student ID, you can get a fairly good discount during those times. So it's a good time to bring out all your school friends and enjoy the parks as well. Does this apply to just in Japan or a student anywhere, like from any country? Any student. I think any student is fine. So I think even if you are overseas, if you have your school ID, I think also you get the student discount. Oh, well, good. I want to say. I would call ahead to find out, but I'm pretty sure. Well, there you go. That, that's a good option. Um, and then the other type of ticket. Um, if, if you, obviously, if you either live here or you frequent Japan quite a bit over the course of a year, maybe it's worth buying an annual passport. I know I have one. Patricia has one. You know, we kind of need them because we go quite a bit. <laughs> I have two. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so there are two types of two types of annual passports you can get. Uh, there's the one that I have because I'm not as crazy. <laughs> is the two park annual pass, which runs about eight hundred and fifty dollars, and what that does is it allows me to go between Tokyo Disneyland, and Tokyo Disney Sea interchangeably. I can go to either park. The only restriction on that is if admission is restricted on that day. So uh, let's say the the park hits capacity. I cannot go in if the park is at capacity. So that kind of sucks. Um, to make a two-park annual passport worth it, you have to visit the park 12.4 times in a year to pay for itself. And this is going based off buying a one-day ticket. So 12.4 times. I don't know how you do the 0.4, but you, that's what you have to do <laughs> to make it when worth it. you go it. for like an afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have the one park annual pass, which Patricia has, and she has two of them. Yes. And um, what obviously by the name, one park annual pass means you, you can only go into one park. Here's the thing with these park passes is even if the park is at capacity, you can still enter the park. So that's why Patricia has it. Do you it. want to enter the park? When it's at capacity. capacity. Probably not, but... Probably, like, unless you really want to do shopping or something. Yeah, unless there's a reason. Like, you need to buy something. Maybe that's, yeah, that's a good yeah. reason. And or to do the lottery, just in case to see if you win. That's true. <laughs> and these are all things that or, you've, these are things you've, you've oh, done, haven't you? <laughs> Or if you if you really only like one park, like so my husband right now, he really he just wants to go to Disney Sea, so he only has a one one park pass for Disney Sea. Yeah, which is understandable. And that runs So it comes out cheaper. Yeah, it yeah. runs at uh fifty nine thousand yen, which is probably about 
uh, $570 roughly US. So it's not bad. That's a pretty good deal. And especially that you can get in on capacity days. But if you're really hardcore, you'll buy one a one park annual pass for each park. So you can get it. Shush. Shush, Shush. <laughs> Which works out to be a little bit more expensive than the two park annual pass. Oh my god. Especially with the price hikes. Gosh, Disney, I know there's too many of us, but really it's craziness. And unfortunately, with these annual passes, we don't get any discounts. We don't get anything special. Sometimes when we buy the park pass the annual passes we get like a free gift like last year we got these little uh care like little cases to put our passports in and it clips onto our bag this year when i when i renewed my passport i didn't get anything so they weren't giving anything out and do it like on anniversary years usually yes yeah, so maybe we'll see something next year um and they give you sometimes the opportunity to spend more money occasionally like they'll release like a, a leisure seat that's only for annual pass holders ah yes which is the normal price of a leisure seat but you you get a limited good goods yeah which is i guess a nice perk for us to spend more money there you go <laughs> more money than we already <laughs> spend to go there right but you know what it's a real like when they do stuff like that it's a really nice design so i can't complain like i still use mine all the time nice so i mean it's good i mean there's no perks but at the same time like i don't think they can because it's just there's so many why wait because california has a lot of locals too so why don't we get perks i don't know that's a really good know. question we should ask someone we should i don't know go to olc you know why because they know that we're gonna we're gonna pay the full price anyway yeah that's right? true we love to pay for premium stuff here, and this is pretty premium, I guess. Gosh, I don't know. I wish we got. Per I wish we had discounts like at like at Disney World. I was so excited, you know, with the annual pass because you could get the discounts on merchandise and on is it certain dining too? I want to say, but you I get all so. kinds of discounts. It was so nice. Yeah, we don't get anything, but I've heard some people or some friends of mine who don't live here and don't have an annual pass or anything they said well just being able to buy the annual pass is a good enough benefit i'm like you know what that's true we do have an ama two amazing parks to choose from so i guess we can't complain too much i can go see disneyland cats and not worry about the time <laughs> <laughs> this is true this is true you can just show up look at the cats and leave there you go that's good that's our perk. <laughs> Being able to see the Disneyland cats is our perk. That's why oh we pay. That's why we pay so much money a year just to see these cats. I'm like obsessed with those cats. They're like amazing. They're so crazy. Yeah, they are. What other tickets are that? Is that is that it? All the tickets? Um. Hotel tickets. Two day, three day, four day, one day. Oh, I I, I guess. Think that's it. Well, I, I guess I didn't mention, like, this is all hard tickets, like actual printed tickets. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But you can also buy them online as e-tickets, which um, are tickets that you print off. So you don't get, like, you know, the nice printed card or anything. It's just 
a piece of paper and sometimes they do have like nice designs when you print it out which is nice but that is your ticket so but you know what what's that highly highly recommend it because you do not have to exchange it no and you, you do not have to get in line before getting in line which is huge huge especially so in the morning we go in a group no exactly whenever we go in a group i tell them go online and get your tickets online because you do not want to like line up twice in the morning because you'll save so much time exactly and i guess it's fair to say this is only for people or guests who are not staying at any of the hotels like the disney hotels or the official partner hotels because at those places you can buy your tickets right at the hotel and you're guaranteed admission so you don't have to worry about anything you can buy your, for the official Disney hotels. You can buy your tickets when you book your room. And then when you're at the other hotels, you can buy them as soon as you get there. So you don't have to worry about that stuff there. But if you're not staying at the resort or at any of those hotels, then yeah, buying them ahead of time online is a good option. Or actually going to the Disney store in Japan if you happen to be near one. So there's one in Shibuya. Uh, there's one in Shinjuku. Um, there's one up in uh, Ikebukuro. Like if you're staying near Disney Store, you can buy them ahead of time, which will save you tons of time. Like actually tonight, uh, we went and bought some tickets for Monday because there's some of us going on Monday. So we just went to the Disney Store, bought the tickets, and that's that. So we don't have to buy them at the gate. True. You can also get them at the Ticket Center. Yeah, uh, which is in Ixpiari and also... Yeah, just XPRA, right? XPRA. Yeah. And one thing we forgot. So they also have like uh, celeb tickets for people that are celebrating something. So like Happy Mother's Day, Happy Father's Day. It's like a normal ticket, but they'll write like the little message on the ticket, you know, like a congratulations or whatever. And then they have like a happy birthday package that you buy the ticket, you get a photo, you get like a little um, plush mickey and a medal like a birthday medal and everybody will pay extra special attention to you because you paid more and all that good stuff and we've done that for um a couple of friends sometimes when they're celebrating a birthday which is really it's really fun you know you have to go to different places to pick up your stuff and it's it's a great little experience so is that is that everything right i I think think so i think so did everyone get that i hope you guys got all that (laughs) you didn't have to write it down no, go you to the website. Yeah, everything <laughs> is on the website. So uh, just go to the show notes. Everything will be there for you. It's not that bad. I know we threw a lot of information at you, but it's once you read it over a couple of times, it makes perfect sense for the most and part. It's super easy. It's all in English on the official website. You don't have to like, you know, it's like you don't. It's not like you have to translate anything or anything. So it's, no. it's very it's in reality much easier than it sounds. Yeah. And also, um, I know a lot of people do ask this as well. When you go to buy tickets pretty much anywhere um, that Disney is running, so at the hotels, at the ticket booths, at the Disney store, they will speak English or some level of English to be able to help you out. So don't worry about the language barrier. You'll be fine. Unless you know, unless you're buying the tickets from like let's say Seven Eleven or something like like that, you're gonna run into language issues there, because you know it's not run by Disney, so they're not gonna make sure people speak English and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's it about tickets. 
Um, what's next? What's next? We have park tips. Park tips, and this is me again. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's winter. Um, it's not that cold yet, but it's gonna get cold. Oh my gosh, it's freezing. What are you talking it's about? It's not Canadian? freezing. It is not freezing. <laughs> but it's freezing. I know for some people it's freezing. <laughs> so there's a couple ways that you can stay warm while you're at the resort because uh the resort is on Tokyo Bay, so it's windy and it's humid and once the sun goes down. Yeah, I can admit it gets a little little nipply out there. So there's a couple ways that you can stay warm at the parks. Um, The number one thing that I always wear um, is the Uniglo Heat Tech. And what these are, are undershirts that go, you know, under your, your shirts or whatever. And they're super thin and light, but they keep you warm. They, they hold your body heat in and it's just, it's a nice base layer to keep you nice and toasty. Obviously, you need to wear more than just that. But it's nice, and I recommend it. And right now, at Uniglow, uh, Uniglow is everywhere in Japan. Like, you can't walk, you know, into any shopping area and not see a Uniglow. And I know the Uniglow is starting to pop up in various places around the U.S. as well. Uh, right now, they have some Disney themed heat techs and also Star Wars as well because of the movie obviously and they love merchandising here so uh, if you want some nice Disney themed ones there's Uniglow has them Uh, they're a little bit more expensive but you know anything Disney on it is a little bit more expensive it's good stuff you know the design is is nice it's nice patterns did you buy anything? Um, I'm going to go into this week because I need to replace my heat techs Oh, I know. It's so, let me tell you guys, it is so good. It really does help when it gets really cold here. And um, Chris, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but they're going to have like these, I think, Force Awakens blankets. Oh, yay. I saw that. Right? Are those out already or do they uh, come out? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're out yet. I'm going to go this weekend and look. Oh, my gosh. Take pictures because um, I'm really curious about it. Well, I think, I don't know. Maybe we missed it already. Who knows? Things sell out so fast. We bought like the the Star Wars um, ultralight down jacket. The Ooh. kids one. The oh, the, that was actually really nice. The guy, the Kylo Ren, and there's like fire coming out of like the guns and stuff. It looks intense. <laughs> they have like really cute designs, frozen stuff, um, cars, Mickey, Minnie, obviously the classics. You know, so a lot of cool stuff from Uniqlo actually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, heat techs. Make sure you pick them up. Um, I think they average about a thousand yen, which is around eight dollars, I guess. And they're definitely worth it. So when you get here, make sure you buy some because you will not regret it. You definitely won't. And then obviously you want to wear gloves and like you want to have gloves and scarves on you with you. That'll help against the wind. Um, and the biggest thing that you should do is layer don't bring one big giant coat that is super heavy and super warm because you are going to regret it i can guarantee you that you're gonna be taking it on and off and on and off every time you go on the train which is like a furnace 
or in a department store. It is a nightmare. Yeah, so lair. Lair, lair, lair. That's the biggest thing to take away from this. Like, have your your heat tech on and then your sweater on and then maybe a light jacket and then your heavy winter jacket. So then that way, when you get too hot, you can take off your winter jacket, but you're not standing there in a t-shirt only. You still have some layers on you. Because, just like Patricia said, the trains get super hot if you're going on the trains. It seems like as soon as the weather goes below 20 degrees Celsius, they crank up the heat. I'm like, what are you doing? It's terrible. It's still warm. It's not like it's not hot, but it's not cold yet. Like, calm down. It doesn't need to be that hot. <laughs> like I'm on the trains yeah. already, and I'm sweating. I'm like, oh my goodness, I shouldn't be sweating. Like it's you not hot. Get, or it's not cold. Sick. You feel sick because it's so hot. You yeah. know, it's it's like an unnatural heat. So you're like, you start to get nauseous. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, layers. <laughs> you will not regret it. Good um, advice. Yeah. And also, it, it, it still rains here in the winter, and that could be probably the worst time because it's cold and windy and <laughs> rainy and gross. So if you're in the parks and you know it's going to rain at some point, bring extra socks. Like, just throw up extra pair of socks for everyone in, in your bag or whatever, and you won't regret that because, let me tell you, walking around with wet feet when it's winds blowing and it's freezing outside and you're waiting for a show it is not fun it is not fun i can tell you that firsthand <laughs> so extra pair of socks then if you want to look all cute and everything buy some of the cute fuzzy blankets or like the cute fuzzy like hoods that you can buy at the parks right now they're super cute and they kind of fit over you like a towel, like there's a little, um, like a little hood, and then it drapes over your shoulders, keeps you nice and toasty. It doesn't cover your entire body, but let me tell you, it is warm. It is nice and warm, and you just feel all nice and warm. <laughs> I, <I'm> no, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. And they're super cute, so I cannot recommend that enough. So get that with heat tech and a fuzzy blanket and layers and a scarf and gloves. You're good. Oh, and dry socks. <laughs> Is there anything else you can think to add to it? Um, those electric can heaters. Oh. Are really good. Yeah, the and... the uh, little, the, the hand heat, like the cheap hand heaters you can buy from like Daiso or something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Those, those are, are really super good. nice. And they come in cute little pouches that you can, you know, make them look a little like it makes them like not feel so hard because it's, it's like a little soft pouch mm-hmm. and it, it has like cute little designs on it. There's probably Disney ones. And then um, those little heat things that you can put in your shoes. I those saw are those. Amazing. Oh, my gosh. I use them for the first time, I think, like last year. And they're amazing. They're so nice. Why? Why had we never used them before, Chris? I don't know. Even on like the coldest day. No, it was two years ago because we used it like during the blizzard. Oh my gosh, which we should never go into the parks on a blizzard day again. But um, it keeps your feet toasty warm. 
like even like like if it gets like really cold and maybe like wet from all like melty snow it's so wonderful buy those buy so many of those <laughs> and if you live in a cold climate bring them as souvenirs yeah they're amazing i'm gonna have to try those next time because i saw them for the first time for some reason like last week i was at 7-eleven and i was looking at i was looking for something and i ended up seeing those and i thought oh my goodness you put these in your shoes that is genius so it's genius buy all of them <laughs> uh, i'm gonna buy some and try them out i'm gonna try them out so yeah that's to keep warm because it's gonna get cold <laughs> Uh, so next, Patricia, our listener question. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys for always sending really awesome and interesting questions. Today's question is from Anthony and, um, they write, one of my favorite experiences at Disney, at a Disney theme park was drinking around the world at Epcot. If you had to choose some bars to chain together at Tokyo Disney Resort, what would you choose? And... Bonus question. Uh, your favorite alcoholic drink at the resort and why? So, um, okay. I came up with a base plan. Chris, feel free to join in anytime. But I thought what you could kind of do because, you know, at Disneyland, you can't really drink. And then you can only drink at Disney Sea, So you can't really do like a... And then... You know, Epcot is such a like a like a big park with so many different kinds of drinks around the world. So I thought what we could do was do like a monorail crawl, you know, and we could start like at Xperi and maybe um, go to a couple of like the places that you can drink there. Like for well, for my recommendation, I recommend Rody's House because it has um, from our city of our very own city, Urayasu, um, an award winning um, Harvest Moon beer which they brew on the premises and it's great we actually have um, special permission to serve from the beer tanks usually you cannot do that so they had special permission to be able to do that and they do have some um, behind the scenes tours as well that you can attend so it's really cool they have like a tasting set which is fantastic they have seasonal beers um, lots of really great stuff and the food is really good too so Rody's house Urayasu's harvest moon beer and also a place I haven't been there yet, but I've always wanted to go because the cocktails look amazing. Um, Cigar and Bar Toriador for uh, cocktails. So I really, I think that looks really fantastic. Uh, what do you think for XBRE, Chris? Um, this is going to be terrible, but I'm going to you're going to laugh at me because this is not, this, Why? Is not, this is not fancy by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> It doesn't have to be fancy. But if you want like ridiculously cheap, cheap drinks and wine, go uh-huh. to Siberia. <laughs> underneath. Oh my, okay, no, 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 Chris. I know it's so, te- but it's so cheap. It is. It's so cheap. You have to admit that. It's a good price. It's cheap, but it's also cheap wine in terms of quality as well. So you can you can drink a lot. That's true for um, not very much. What is, I think it's like <laughs> 1.5 liters of wine is a thousand yen. Oh my gosh, you can't beat you can't beat that bargain. No, it's amazing. And it, it's not terrible. It's not great. It's actually not terrible. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's it's drinkable. 
you know. And and also, if you want to save money on a meal, you can get like a pretty good meal for a really good price. It's very popular with students. Yeah, you can get for under a thousand yen, you can have a full meal and alcohol. Man, under I would say, well, if you add alcohol, I would say under six hundred yen. If you really play your cards right. <laughs> if you like carbs, yeah. <laughs> if you want, because it's it's all Italian food, right? Yeah, and um, don't forget to hit the Ambassador Hotel's Lounge. Oh. Because they have seasonal cocktails, really cute stuff, um, and it's always changing. So that's my other recommendation in that area, right? So anywhere else? Oh, and you know they have that tapas bar. Um, what is it? Bar Vico Cerveza. I'm not sure. It's probably some other places too. So if you go to like the top floor of the chef's alley, I know they have some other bars up there. So, okay, so we're getting on the monorail and we're going to our next stop um, for Disneyland Station where you have to, of course, you cannot drink at Disneyland unless you're going to Club 33 in that case. Enjoy. Um, but you could stop at Disneyland Hotel and try the Dreamers Lounge there, which is really great. Um beautiful ambiance uh really fun oversized couches really pretty cocktails i i mean they taste good i i i know i'm focused on oh they're pretty but they, they're they're good cocktails so and you have a large variety to choose from um what about a disneyland hotel chris any any favorites i know they have some theme to the different lands i think they changed some of them now they're like princess themed like tinkerbell and Belle or something like that right yeah, I think so. Um, I know last time we went, we had the, the Christmas cocktail. That one was pretty good. It was, I think, Blue Caraco, I think, or mm -hmm. something like that. And then there was like a little wishing star on it and like gold glitter on the glass. That was edible. Um, oh, I remember the name of that drink. <laughs> I was trying not to remember the name. That's okay. It's, um, um, if you buy the drink, check out the receipt afterwards to see what we're talking about. <laughs> but Yeah, we don't want to say it on here. We're not going to say it on the air because we're PG friendly. Let's just say there's a spelling error on the receipt. that Just guess at the abbreviation for the name of the drink. Yeah, Christmas it's a... Fantasy Cocktail. Yep. They can only allow so many letters on the receipt. There you go. <laughs> so that's and... the Disneyland Hotel. <laughs> All right, so next place is going over to Bayside Station. Yeah, let's hop on the monorail and head over there. Do, 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 do. Um, there's a ton of hotels over there. And if you head over for the Christmas season, I want to say Hilton. Mm -hmm. Hilton or Sheraton. One of those two. They have a Christmas train that they do every year. And it is so fun. And I'm sure, I'm sure those hotels have a bar. They have really great restaurants, so even if they don't have, like, they have to have a dedicated lounge. Even if they don't, the restaurants are really good. There's, like, this great Chinese restaurant there. Um, and Sheridan, I don't remember. I want to say it's Hilton that has the Christmas train. What about you, Chris? Any recommendations at the Bayside Hotels? Uh, no, nothing other than the Hilton, really. Um, unless, you're, unless you're staying at, uh, at the other hotels, you know. Nothing, there's, to me, there's nothing that special there. But, you know, if you're in the area, by all means, go for it. <laughs> right. I would say Bayside Station is optional. Yeah. 
maybe right, so maybe, let's get, maybe, uh-huh. maybe it's best if you're staying at one of those hotels and your night there because then you can just stumble from your hotel or from the hotel lounge to your room there you go perfect <laughs> um let's get back on the monorail and let's go to disney sea so here we have a ton of options uh chris what are your favorites uh a place to just have a drink mine yeah by far is the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I talk about it quite a bit. Still my favorite place. Love going there to have a drink. The atmosphere is amazing. The food is pretty good. The drinks are fantastic. And did I mention that the drinks are fantastic? <laughs> have you seen the, the holiday drink that they have now? No, I haven't because I'm still trying to get over the Halloween one. That they had with the the green apple. That one was awesome. Oh my goodness. No. It has like a little like candy cane thing hanging off of it. And it comes with little hors d'oeuvres to eat with it. And it looks so, so pretty. And within that atmosphere, I mean, it looks like it would be amazing. I went to go try it, but the line was super long. So we have to go back and hit it again. um, Maybe this week or next week or so. It looks adorable looks amazing um there's also magellan's lounge which is very nice what do you think i've only eaten at the restaurant i've never actually gone to the lounge to be quite honest well if you want the ambience of the restaurant but you don't have that much time to sit down to a course menu you can always check out the lounge they have some light dining um, they have some really great, like a little, like seasonal dessert plate or seasonal hors d'oeuvre plate, which is fantastic. And of course, a list of different drinks, a really nice list. So you can choose lots of different things. Um, outside of the parks, I would say in the hotel, Bella Vista Lounge cannot be beat for the view. It's, it's gorgeous. You have a wonderful view of Disney Sea, uh, wonderful seasonal drinks, really, really gorgeous. And, um, yeah, you, you can, you cannot beat that view. It's incredible. Do you think there's any place that we missed in the parks? For drinks? Um, not that I can think of. No, I don't think so. I think we got all the, the best ones. And, well, and throughout Disney Sea, there's alcohol everywhere. So, drink up. <laughs> yeah, chocolate. Um, different flavored beer. You've got um, like the, the in the different lounges, like the little fancier drinks, like anything. You know, the, now they have like the mocha kalua, which is like really common in the states, but in Japan, I don't think we had seen it before. Like I've seen it like a couple of times at our grocery store, but it's not always available. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's kind of interesting that they're they have it at the parks now. Maybe they made a deal with the company or something. So it's kind of cool. You know, to see that kind of like American flavor, you know, um, the hot chocolate one is amazing. Yes, it is. Whole day. So good. Oh my gosh. So good. You need it. Yes. Yes. Oh, and also, <laughs> also the uh, hot wine. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's one of my favorites right now. It's, it's so, so nice. simple. You know, you can choose either in red or white and um, on a rainy day or on a cold day. Really nice, warms you up, really clean taste. Fantastic. It is. Now, sorry, go ahead. Okay, part two of the question. Yeah. What is your favorite drink, Chris? And why? 
Uh, for me, well, if I had to just pick one, even if it's a seasonal one, I'd have to say the hot red wine is my favorite. I just, well, I love wine. You know, I was drinking it earlier. And it's a, like a nice taste and it keeps you warm. And it's just, it's just lovely. I really, and it's so simple, like you mentioned already. It's a simple drink mm -hmm. and it just works. I like it a lot. What about you? Yeah, good choice. Uh, I don't have a favorite alcoholic drink at the resort right now because usually I'll go for like whatever seasonal, whatever's pretty, <laughs> you know. But if I had to choose one, I would have to go with our city's Harvest Moon beer. Um, it's brewed in our city. The quality is amazing. Um, and uh, it's always, you know, they always have a seasonal version out, which is fantastic, you know. So I would recommend go to Rody's house, try the Harvest Moon beer. It's also available in different areas of the resorts. So different restaurants within um, Disney Sea, or if you go to Cinema XBR, they also have it there as well. And um, the Seijo Ishii also carries it in, on the resort. So really cool. So give that a try if, if you're a beer drinker. Um, other than that, um, I always go seasonal. I love to see what the what they come up with at the parks you know it's always really fun like chris said the halloween drinks are always a blast because they'll have like smoke coming out or you mix something and it changes color and you know something fun is always going on and then the christmas stuff is always really beautiful to look at and the taste is fantastic you know they have different drinks for different tastes so if you like something stronger if you like something sweet you usually have a choice that you can choose from so that's my recommendation hmm now I just want to go have a drink. That's what I wanted to. I know. We are such alcoholics, Chris. Gosh. That's okay, though. What, what, what are we going to do? Have another drink. That's what we should start drinking on our podcast, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> that might be dangerous. That might be dangerous. Oh, my gosh. So I think that does it for this show. We ran a little long this time. There's a lot to talk about. There's so much news. There was. There really was. And there's going to be even more. I'm sure of it. So what are we going to talk about next episode? So next episode, we're going to continue our Tokyo Disney Resort 101. And we're going to talk about when to visit in 2016. So we're going to talk about um, stuff with the anniversary coming up with Tokyo Disney Sea and then Golden Week and all that kind of stuff. We're just going to tell you when you should come and visit and what's kind of going on at different times of the year. And then we're going to talk about uh, Christmas at Tokyo Disney Sea, Christmas wishes. And then, keeping to the theme of Tokyo Disney Sea, we're going to talk about the things you cannot miss at Tokyo Disney Sea. So if it's your first time coming, these are going to be the things that you simply cannot miss. So that does it for episode 25. And if you guys have any questions, please email them to us at contact at tdrexplorer.com or tweet them to us. We're on Twitter uh, at tdrexplorer. Uh, you can find us on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. Uh, and on our website as well, you can go, the, go to tdrexplorer.com and there's a link to send us an email. So please keep the emails coming. We love reading your comments and all that kind of stuff. And also don't forget to rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. 
just so other people can find us. Um, I've been getting a lot of comments lately saying people just found us by Googling or like through recommendations from friends. So yeah, please keep recommending recommending us to all your friends and to listen to two crazy people in Japan talking about Tokyo Disney. So <laughs> and I'm your host, Chris, uh, the chief content editor for TDRExplorer.com. And my always beautiful co-host, Patricia. Oh, you're too kind, Chris. Um, thanks for listening and keep exploring, guys. All right. Until next time. See you. Bye-bye.